If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Gerald Farrelly. And I'm Eve Cameron. And you're listening to Agony Rant. Welcome, listener. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're joining us in Agony Rants Towers here in pod one. Pod one. At the Headstuff Podcast Network. I know. Um, and we are here to solve your problems and to heal your life. It's a happy day. It is a happy day. It Neve. is a happy day. I know. I mean, we're, here we are, mid, you know, early June. Everything is lovely. I always think of Carousel this time of year. I have had the most stressful week of my life. Oh, for God's sake. Every Neve. week is your stressful no, week. No, I'll tell you how my car died. No. Yeah. You're beautiful. I love your wee car. Yeah, dead. Dead as a door now. I'll tell you what happened. Firstly, I was very responsible. What I did was... Responsible or irresponsible? No, responsible. Very responsible. I got into my car and the oil light came on when I was going out to do the six o'clock show. So I said, okay, well, I won't... Look at you dropping that in there. So yeah, star stage and screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the sort of thing you drop into a conversation. I, know. <laughs> I was on it the week before. <laughs> I was on the six o'clock show. I was on so it with Daniel. <laughs> my, my my thoughts were, I could just not do the six o'clock show. <laughs> <laughs> but I said no, no, I'll do it. So what I did was I borrowed my boyfriend's car, right? Oh, okay. Which he lent me. Not immediately. Begrudgingly. It wasn't his first suggestion. Was it begrudgingly? I went back upstairs and I said, oh, the, I was like, the oil lights come on in my car. And he was like, oh, can you get a taxi? <laughs> I was like, that's one of the things that I could do, but let's try again. Ooh. So anyway, he lent me his car. <laughs> so I went, did six o'clock show, came home and I put oil in my car. So it was like oil topped up. Yeah. Right. So the next day, uh, I was, uh, I was doing something else. And when I pulled in to RTE, the, the light came on. Oh, uh, the light came on again. I was like, okay, there's something funny going on here. So did the interview and my friend Neve, who works in RTE. Okay, yeah. Another Neve, also yes. with red hair. Also sometimes, Neve. Sometimes when I have a couple of gin and tonics, I will send her a text and say that she should record more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is she confused by that? She's still very confused. She's still... <laughs> She wonders where I heard her version of Eddie Reader's joke. Yeah. And I know she understands that she should release as a single, but I she know. hasn't up to now. I know, I know. It's very confusing. If only she would. So I said to her, <laughs> instead of us going for a coffee, would you mind if I just dropped into a garage? So yeah. I just rang a garage. And I was like, let's see what's let, happening. Let's go to a garage. So we yeah. drove down to a garage in Stillorgan and they had a look at my car and we sat on a bench. Now, actually on a sidebar, I want to have a go at Neve Hassel because I said, I think we might be getting sunburned here. It's very sunny. And she said, no, 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 don't worry, you're grand. When I say I was roasted to a cinder, <laughs> right? <laughs> Did you, were you like a snake after it's shedding I your skin? <laughs> was bright red. I mean, like, I mean, yeah. violent, like the colour of your microphone. Like I know. violent, proper blood red, red proper, for about four days. Proper Irish man abroad red. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And while we were, you know, <laughs> Was there baby oil involved? No, you'd imagine there would be, like, (laughs) it stayed in me. But anyway, uh, when we were eating our Tangle Twisters, this man came out and said, "Um, some very bad news, your car, uh, one of the injector things is gone, it's, you know, it's dead. That's it, good luck, goodbye. They couldn't fix it? No, he said, like, they're they're transferring it to, you know, it's been (laughs) transferred by air ambulance to another garage, but he said, no, they won't won't be able to do anything with it. They're sending it there to have a look, but it's like, no, it's done, dead. (sighs) 
I'm very upset, Neve. That was my midlife crisis car. It's a gorgeous car. It is a nice car. And How long have you had only, it? I've had it since 2015. Yeah? Seven years. Now, it is a 2008 car. Oh, okay. Like, it's it's old. It is old. And, I, to and be fair, I, I've you've driven done it up and down that country. How, what sort of mileage is on it? I don't know, actually. I have no idea what mileage is on it. I'd say it's about 250 or 260. Yeah, it's done now. It's done yeah. its time. You can't yeah. you can't make it do any more. So have you bought a new car? Is this no, what's I'm happening? I'm not going to bother. I'm going to just... You're going to get the I'll, scooter I'll, No, I'll do one till... I'll get one at the end of the summer, I think. Are you going to just go make your supports do all the driving? Now you're talking. Oh, I'm just saying, when you were a support, you did a lot of the driving. You're right. You're right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a support act that will... I'll drive you. Drive. <laughs> no, I, I mean, can't. I can't do the support slot. It wouldn't slot. work, Neve. Like, I can't I, do the support slot, but like, I could, I'd make sure you eat right. <laughs> There'll be no apple green this evening. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think, I, it's just, it's very confusing. Yeah, it is. Like, like my boyfriend was like, no, you need to, like, get on it. Like, it's a project. Buying a car is a project and you have to, you know, start going into garages and start to get the look and feel of the car you I'm want. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. It's never been a project because normally I drive a car till it dies and then I have to have a car. Yeah. So that's what happens to me. My last car had 190,000 miles on it when I, uh, I, I literally bought it with 3,000 miles on it in 2013 and drove it for 10 years. And two years of that was COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so I need so, to. Yeah. yeah. And I bought a new car in September and I have put 15, sorry, 16,000 miles on it since in September. Since September. Oh, wow. We do get attached to the ones that we I love. know. I'm very attached because I know I'm too old to have a Mini Cooper with a stripe on it. No, you're not. But. <sighs> no, you're not. You're only too old if you have to roll out of it. Do you have to roll out of it? Is no. it low? Because it's low on the ground. <laughs> it, it, that, it is then actually you're too very old. low. Yeah. yeah. And I think after that crash, because remember the crash was in oh, Dubai, I, I do feel a bit slightly more Vulnerable. aware of the fact that my car is quite low. So you're going for like a Land Rover next <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I want, <laughs> I want Some something sort that of you have to get a step car. ladder to get into. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've, I'm doing that and I have to say it's very stressful. Because you like, you know when you go to a garage, you're immediate, mm. you're just like, oh, they, they're screwing me. Yeah, no, I know because you, you can't speak their language and you, yeah. you think they're already, they can see you coming from 20 paces. They know, know yeah. they know you know nothing about cars and therefore, I mean, obviously we had that very famous time where the man told me this, the problem I had with my central lock-in was not a problem. It was just that it was a, a, a security thing for lady drivers. Yeah, I remember that. Do you remember that? you didn't beat that man to death? Well, no, I just let him, I put him on notice and I just said, you know, how does it know there's a woman driving? So we just never went back then. <laughs> yeah, old fecker. Sorry. <laughs> I hate that. It's very difficult because you, you want to be able to trust who you bring your car into. And yeah, then, and, I, and I do. I've always trusted the garage I went to. But it's but the no idea longer. of buying a new car. Yeah. I like, know. see, here's my problem as well, right? Because they <gasps> have. Can you buy new, new, though? No, no. I no, don't know. never. Never no, me. No. no. I'm too. Like, I. You don't care. I'm enough. an emotional driver. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I am the sort of person that will cause an accident. Like, if I get upset, I drive slightly faster than I should. I, like, it's, it's, it's not good. Oh. Yeah. So I just. I, like, I mean, when I broke up with my last boyfriend. You've never driven me, actually. Anywhere. Have I not? No, no, you always drive, actually. Always yeah, drive. yeah. I'm so dominant. When I broke up with my last boyfriend, <laughs> I crashed into a pillar in the basement. Oh. Yeah, like it's that sort of, you know. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. And even, to be honest with you now, this is just between ourselves. Of course, he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> but because I've been using his, my partner's car, he's been part, my, my space is closer to the apartment. Oh, so he's you know, using your space. So we're using my parking space. But I'm so used to being in my car and swinging out. And I just know exactly 
you know, well, if I have the is wheel turned bigger? this much, I won't, it's bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, I We've have... We've had a few. Oh, <laughs> my God. Near misses. misses. Oh, my gosh. And, under, yeah. and an underground car parks are, in a, are yeah. rife of it. All of a sudden, there's a pillar that you haven't seen for 15 years. I always years. think it, as a driver, if you really want to know if you can drive, you either do one of those multi, like a roundabout with just more than five or six accesses into it, right? Yeah. Or um, a, a, like a car park that was for old cars. <laughs> Not, not the big modern ones that are like yeah, the Yeah, the Green Hills Roundabout. Anytime I'm going out to TV3 when I yeah. hear the Green Hills Roundabout. That's it's like, quite well, a moment. Here we go. There's well, one on Sally Noggin as well. Get on. You know, going up to the Sally Noggin, there's, a, there's actually a hill start that is nearly vertical onto it. Really? And yeah. there's like seven or eight accesses onto it. It's mad. But, but I have the joy, now that you talk about cars, I bought my new car last September and my eldest son came home, obviously, as you know, and he is in the process of passing his test and so he has been enjoying himself on my car on your car uh-huh. Neve. Mm-hmm. I would knock that on the head well look you can only mother them for so long <laughs> and I think getting them insured no I didn't insure car- no but allowing them to use your car Neve. I think it's too much I think it's too much get him an electric scooter and see how he fares well you know the thing is I keep showing him these old beat up cars that cost 300 quid I said there you go buy that there <laughs> <laughs> Because I travel a lot, so you know it's I not know. worth your while insuring. And I'm like every time he goes out in it. Does your husband have a car? Yeah, but that's a whole tag at the moment because it's we we had a car last year, Range like a Land Rover, because he pulls the trailer, of course, right? For the gigs. and then we stopped paying for it last November, and you know obviously the last car payment you're thinking, yoo and of course it died that year, that month. You and, see, this is the thing. This is the, yeah. my problem with garages. Mm. So that's not been resolved yet. We have another car, which is also in getting fixed. So he now owns two cars, neither of which go. So I'm very calm about the situation. Um, <laughs> I could see, Neve. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> You're bubbling like a cauldron. <laughs> I'm just waiting for that to be resolved because it's... And how's that going? Uh, well, put it this way. My car is on the road all the time now. Okay, yeah. And yeah. I, you know, I've not been allowed Neve, to drive for the we last two weeks. Do we need to get you a nice one bedroom apartment <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in your <laughs> And you can visit your old life. <laughs> what way does that work insurance wise now? Because I know I'm insured if I kill somebody and I'm insured if I crash into something. What but are you I'm not here? insured for my car dying. No. So what are you saying? You're going to run it. Anyone a, needs to burn get it. it on a top can of burn out a car. <laughs> You're going to put it on the top of a hill and then let it run down. Maybe. Yeah, run it into a wall. I mean. You probably would have. I'm insured for that. Yeah, you would, be, would have been insured for that, but not because it's dead. No. Can you not get insurance like phone insurance? But probably what would have happened is you would have got about £50 for it. And do you know what's killing me? Do you know what the most upsetting piece of this is, Neve? <gasps> now, and I will need to be guided through this. I paid to have Bluetooth put in it. About a month ago. Oh, no. Yeah. Because I thought, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, I have a Bluetooth dongle and, you know. Oh, no. I was no. like, this is ridiculous. And you have to plug that out to charge your phone. And it's just a mess. So I was you like, should have asked me about that before you did just it. You get, know that. You should have asked me. Properly. Anyway, if there's anybody listening that works for a car garage and can, like, give me a steer. Yeah, oh, I know. Do you know what? When I went looking for for cars, and I'm talking to people, but people don't, they don't have conversations about it. It's really weird. They don't. It's very cryptic. And then where I buy my cars sometimes, there's a guy, Paul Ghost, as well, and they won't tell you 
how much the car costs. They'll tell you how much the finance costs. This is what really annoys me. And I go, you, you go going, in and you're like, I've got 10 grand to spend on the car. That's and they're like, well, mistake. this is 15. I'm like. Yeah. No, but that's your first mistake. Don't tell them how much money yeah, you've got. Okay. Right. That's your first okay, mistake. Okay. So, oh, right. Okay. Don't do that. Okay. Right? So what do you go in, in and say what you're looking say, for? say, this is how much I'm going to spend. All right. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And be very clear. The thing is, they'll never tell you straight how much a thing costs. They'll say, that'll cost you £120 a month for four years. And you go, that's not... Well, I don't how much that. is the car? You know, I had money to buy a car. That's what I did. I bought a car. Neve walked in. She had a hold all. I, it was like, it was like a big wadge of my Full hand. of money. <laughs> no, I did the tap with the phone. <laughs> What do you need? I want a Eurovision. <laughs> I'm very liquid. No, but you know what I mean? They, they won't tell you. They're not transparent. And the worst thing you can do if I walk in somewhere, um, the heckles are up on the back of my neck if you take that deep in breath. You know that one? I know. Do you know oh what it's Oh my God, and, I want to kill you. And you know when you're looking at a car? Yeah. And you're like going, you know, yeah, like that, yeah. Um, And you can feel them going, yeah, 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 that's a good car. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and they never sound sincere. No, you're thinking to yourself, they can't wait to get that off the lot now. Yeah. They, I feel, you feel like you've drawn the short straw and I just everybody feel, else in the room knows, but you haven't. I feel like I have a big window on me and they can see me coming from miles. And, and then I get really cross about that. So then you're automatically on the defence when you go in. And do you know what annoys me as well? Oh, what else? I went to one. Uh, they, they, what they do is they... they Seem to like copy and paste all of the features. Like there was, and they just copied them into all of their cars. Oh, yeah. That they advertised. So I went to see one, right? Yeah. And I wanted air conditioning. And he was like, yeah, it's a good car. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, what I'm looking for is blah, 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 blah. Uh, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That has all that, all, all that. And I was like, grand, grand. And then I was like, I'll just turn up to check the air. Because you know, like, sometimes air conditioning can be mm -hmm. bad in the car. So I was like, I'll just try it. And he was like, I was like, this doesn't seem to have air conditioning. He was like, no, it does. Yeah, yeah, it's air conditioning. And then I was like, well, where's the air conditioning button? He goes, oh, maybe it doesn't. I was like, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. You need to be clear about what you need. And you see, you and I, we spend a lot of time in our cars. I need someone serving me that's not a bollocks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Attention, Agony Rants listeners. I am on tour at the moment with Glamour Hammer. I'm doing the last show of this leg of the tour on the 8th of June. And then I will be back from September of this year. Uh, and all of the tickets are on sale at girlfairly.com or through the bio link in my Instagram feed and if it's there it has tickets available and I'll be all around the country and it will be going right through to January and it's so amazing Carlo Kilkenny another Vicar Street on the 16th of September I'm also in Ross Common Perlas uh, all around the place wow that's quite a journey I've seen the show. It's amazing. You will laugh a thanks lot. Thanks so much, Neve. I know. Oh, thanks. I mean, you know. Neve will, will come and sing in your eyes sometime, won't you, Neve? Uh-huh. <laughs> Debbie on the eyes. For another gay thinks they're going <laughs> to substitute be their an lack of a finale post. with my song. <laughs> Got another damn thing The last coming. time we did that on stage, you 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 know, you kidnapped me for that. So we just said. Uh, it was very exciting. It was very Yellow exciting. Yellow the ball. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, com. Tickets on sale now. We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support the show, we would love it if you would become a member of Headstuff Plus. For as little as five euro a month, you can... Access all the extra bonus content all the for all the shows. Ours is best. Um, the Headstuff Podcast Network is home to 
lots of wonderful shows, including the show that we are cross-promoting this week, which is For Tech's Sake. Oh, I love this show. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, Elaine and Jen are absolutely fantastic. They talk about all aspects of tech. Tech that you may not have heard of. Tech that's good bad and indifferent. I've learned stuff I never thought I'd learn. I know, they're so I know, good. I know, amazing. Yeah, and their bonus content is absolutely incredible. It's for tech's sake, it's on the Headstuff Podcast Network and this is a little clip. Is AI taking over? How can I be safe online? Will big tech go bust? For tech's sake, we'll answer all of these questions and more in its new series. I'm Elaine Burke. And I'm Jenny Darmody. And we're back with more experts to help you be a more informed and empowered tech user. For Tech's Sake is a co-production from Silicon Republic and the Headstuff Podcast Network. Do we have a follow-up? <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> You're freaking me out now. <laughs> okay, we do have a follow-up. This is a ve- this I have to say. This is why I love our listeners. Okay, go on. Right? We have a follow-up from Deirdre. Deirdre says, Hi, Geroad. Hope you're well. I am just listening to the pod, to the ep where the guy living in the USA has had to pay for his mom's funeral and is now asking for advice, which we haven't got a follow-up from him. So, like, get back in touch. Yeah, I'd love to hear. Bated breath. We want to know how this went. One thing we discovered when my dad passed last year, and sorry about that, Deirdre, is that If there is a credit union, most credit unions have a policy that allows for a funeral to be paid. Did you know that? I didn't, but I do now. It's insurance and they take out for each credit union account holder. It is extra benefit to to what what is in the accounts. So it is worth checking out if there is a credit union account. We were surprised by it, but it was in place for us. Just said to with you. What? (laughs) Just. (laughs) She's just letting us just know. Just said I would let you know. Okay. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Deirdre, the wheels come off that at the end. <laughs> Deirdre, you are so good to that's write a, in yeah, about that. Yeah, that's amazing. That's great. That's great information. There are like millions of people all over Dublin and Ireland now looking at the credit union accounts. And not only that, uh, yeah. tomorrow, after this podcast goes out, there'll be hundreds and hundreds of people going into the credit union saying, I want to open an account. I remember there was something Do I get my funeral paid with for? a credit union account that if you died while you were a member, now, this could be wrong, but I, I, I'd be, I was a volunteer. I think if like, you say it on this podcast, I, it becomes true. Yeah, I was a volunteer teller. <laughs> Go on in then. The credit union. Oh, is that oh, a thing? Tell you, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You can be a volunteer. Oh. I was a cashier. Wow, I'll bet I you were. I was, yeah. Denied, <laughs> denied, denied. denied. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was it you were going to and say it was that if somebody died while they had a credit union account uh, that you could get I think it was triple what's in your account wow it was insurance but there's, there's I mean don't get me wrong every me time I speak to my mother she talks about her credit union account credit union is amazing oh, okay. and also do you know what the good thing I heard about credit unions is well, apparently nobody enters the car competition <gasps> that's like the yeah so the competition might, and people win it. Like, so people like, it's basically, well, I think they, they take like a hundred quid out of your account every year to enter this car competition. And my sister didn't realise, she did it once and then was like, oh, I'm not doing that anymore and didn't realise. And then they rang her, you've won, you've won the car. No. Yeah, she won the car. Well, she didn't take the car, she took 10 grand. I'm telling you. That's what I should do. Hedge me bets. I'm not buying the car. 
No, I'm answering the question in car competitions. Just after all the car competitions everywhere. <laughs> that's what I'm do. Anyway, Deirdre, um, thanks for letting us know. That. Thank you for that, Deirdre. That's yeah, incredible. That's um, brilliant. We have a second follow-up again. Okay. Now this is Neve. You read this. This is a great follow up. This is very cryptic, but it's fantastic. Yeah, it's this, worth sticking with. This is a follow up. Um, for, it's from a couple of weeks ago. If you remember, mm. this was the the man who um, discovered his boyfriend was, was cheating, the and then they ended up in the bathroom. They ended the, up in a bathroom. Yeah. Do you remember the toilets? Yeah. It was this. What that was an absolute. I remember. I I remember. I got that email, and I was in bed. Yeah. Like it was about one o'clock in the morning. And did you check? And I was your just phone? about to go sleep, and my phone went bing, and I read it and I was like this is absolutely incredible it's gold it's gold it's gold so this is a follow up to that okay so again trying to keep it anon it says in brackets so it's probably not really just okay no his name is (laughs) anyway this is the fella who basically discovered that his his boyfriend was cheating yes on the apps and then arranged to meet him (laughs) in a toilet do you remember that yeah arranged to meet him in a toilet and there was a (laughs) I think the word showdown. Oh yeah, it was proper. This was like this was a proper showdown. We we had a lot we we had a lot to say about that. We had a lot to say about this, and we had a lot to say about it at our coffee after the show. So this is a well. follow up for this one, which is great. He says, "Well, I'm back again for the follow up, as promised. I would like to start off by saying that I didn't realize I'd sent the, it in twice, and yes, I was sober when writing this out. I've no idea which email it even came from since the message was quite long. It didn't seem to send from Gmail. So that probably explains why I came to your inbox at 2 a.m. Grow, that's, you know, there's a lot of justification in that sentence, isn't yeah, there, really? I think the lady doth protest too much. But <laughs> <go on. laughs> Up until the point where I had found the app, I wasn't aware of anything or rooting through his phone. So he was annoyed that we said that, I think. Through the accusations I did, around. I did. Only when I had found it, I started rooting to make sure I wasn't imagining things. Anyway, uh, two months on, yes, I am fine. I'm on my revenge era, as I have started to call it. Um, I don't think it was until a week or two later that I it had actually hit me. But all is good now. Every so often, I'll remind myself of some of the items I left behind and joke about it with the family. For example, the trifle dishes. Now... <laughs> Hearing you both get a laugh out of it was fu- so fun to listen to. I was rolling on the floor listening to you. Um, I've listened back at least five times the day it came out and sent it to everyone in the family and they thought it was hilarious too. If this doesn't make it into one of your highlight episodes, I shall be on to you. <laughs> um, on the subject of tickets, Vicar Street tickets would be fab. So oh, he Jesus, wants to see I you. I forgot I actually me. gave him... <laughs> I forgot I gave him tickets. I will I will actually sort that. Yeah. Thanks for all the laughs and you are the most enjoyable part of my Monday drive. All the best. <laughs> <laughs> Again, try to keep it a nod. I think we've done that. Yeah, we I have. Think, yeah. I think you've achieved that beautifully, I feel. It's a great follow-up, I have it's to say. Great. And you know, you're right. In some ways, we might assume quite a lot. And I'm glad you've put me straight on that. But the simple truth is... I think at the back of it all, it's never that big of a surprise when you find someone's cheating on you. I think you always kind of know. Yeah, I think I think I think he was he was able to sniff it out, and I'm glad to hear you're on the mend because he's been stop saying his name. Oh fuck! <laughs> For God's sake! <laughs> I want to say for the uh, record. I, I, don't, I think that this has to be a record. I don't think I've ever said somebody's name more. 
Might get you to edit that one, Marissa. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we're delighted for you and we can't wait to see you in Vicker Street. I'm going to come to that gig. Are you? Well, no, you've seen it. You saw it in Belfast. I saw it. It was brilliant. I'm, I think I'll, I'll, I'll be happier in Vicker Street. I'll yeah. be with my own tribe. You'll be with your tribe. Yeah. I'll leave my husband you, at home because he kept asking me, what did he say there? <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to explain a joke while a joke is happening. I know. I'm looking forward to it. I, I like Vicker Street. It's great. When, uh, when, yeah, is, when is it on? 16th September. Okay. I'll just put it right that down 16th there. 16th September. Um, we'd love to have you. Yeah, we'll be there. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Neve, we have a problem. Oh, thank you. Well, you really do. We re- yeah, <laughs> what is wrong with me? Anyway, uh, dear Neve and Garode, mm. I have a problem and I'm certain you are the dynamic duo that can help me with it. I'm a primary school teacher and I started a new job last September. I had previously been working in a school for seven years and liked it, but I was moving house so the commute wouldn't make sense. Okay, so she moved jobs. So she moved, she moved jobs. Sensible. I started in September and went on maternity leave in January. Proper oh, teacher. well done. Proper teacher behaviour well, there. Well, that is proper teacher, yeah. Loving it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what we like. <laughs> <laughs> Rinse it. Uh, I'm, on my first day, I was introduced to a special needs assistant who appeared to take an instant dislike to me. Oh. Did she indeed? Yeah. I found her difficult from the very start, but they, they seemed to have built the school around her. Oh, I guess that means that she's been there a long time. A long time, I'd say. Okay. I have only had a few interactions with her, but I found her absolutely horrible. She was hostile. And when I was leaving at Christmas for maternity, she made a point of telling me that she hadn't signed my card. Oh, 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 oh. Keep it in. Keep the outrage in. That's deranged. <laughs> okay. She just seems to be allowed to run riot. And I know the teacher that she is with currently has previously, previously had a horrible time and even went to the principal about her bullying. I have just put the phone down and been told that when I go back in September, she will be the SNA for a student in my class. Oh my God. Go on. I'm actually really upset about it. I feel it will be hard enough going back and leaving my daughter with a childminder without having to deal with someone like her. I know I'm going to obsess over the over this craziness for the whole summer and I don't know what to do. I'd love some advice. I'll take her out if you're free in September. I'd love if you could sit in, <laughs> in my classes. That is absolutely no problem. I'm clearing the diary. Love to know your thoughts, Joyce. Not, not my, my real name. name. Okay. So she, at least she's, she's been kind. She's given us a name. She's given us a that name. That you can use, right? That I can okay. use. So we can say Joyce, 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 Joyce. As much as you like. As much as right, I like. Right, okay. Go on. Where do you stand? Where do you stand? Where do I stand? I'm boiling with rage. Because first start, this is somebody who not only is bullying. Yes. But is actually quite proud of the effect that she has on other people. Yeah. Because there's no reason at all to tell somebody that you haven't signed their card. No. Apart from wanting to upset them or to destabilise them or make them feel yeah. a little bit weird about mm-hmm. the situation. And she is also running riot in that school and there's nobody that's willing to or able to stand up to her. Yeah. I know. Uh, uh, I Kill it with fire. Uh, <laughs> flamethrower <laughs> flamethrower burn it put it out with a shovel yeah well, I no I, I, I have no patience for this I know you don't at all I know, I know where you are I mean your and heckles were up immediately I could see it what I will say is right I would say that don't even engage with this now I know this is this is kind of like the carer's way or the loser's way mm-hmm. or whatever but I would say 
whack the CV out because you are not going to be in the frame of mind to deal with that. To deal with that in September. No. You're just not. And also, you are, you're kind of in a good position as well because you were only in that school September to Christmas. Am I right? Yeah. Started last September, had a baby at Christmas. Yeah, she went on maternity leave in January. So, yeah. So, these are, like, it's not like you formed deep, lifelong deep friendships and in the four, four months that you were there. 16 weeks. No point, no point in making yourself feel sick over the next few months. I can totally, no. I don't get it, but it's not that easy sometimes. And this time of year, it's quite difficult to get jobs. She might be already a Is bit this late. not when they're all looking? Well, yes and no. I think I think people are already interviewing from the beginning of the year. They know how their staff is going next year. Yeah. But, but, but I will say this, right? You are also in a unique position. It depends on how you feel. I mean, it's difficult after having babies because your hormones are up to the left anyway. Let's be honest, right? Well, you won't know. Yeah, exactly. Hormones hormones are high after having a baby. It's, it's almost difficult. like You're you already... get away with a murder. Yeah. But also, she doesn't know you. So you need to go in and treat her like a toddler, like a bold toddler in the corner. She is not the boss of you because that's your class. She's, yeah, I that's mean, your class. That is the point. Like, the if thing you can is, do that, great. You, but the best way to deal with people like that is to neutralize their effect. So basically, let let her get on with whatever she thinks she's doing over there. Ignore her. Ignore her behavior. And if she comes to you with something, you know, start as you mean to go on. She is nothing to do with you. You see all that's going on with her? That's all about her. Nothing to do with you. It's not personal. She can make it personal. She make you feel that it's personal, but it's not actually personal. Okay. This is about her. She's just a cow. She is a cow. Yeah. And she thinks she owns it because she's there from the beginning. And, you know, this is the way we've always done it. So this is the way we're going to do it. And I'm going to make your life hell while we do it because I'm not a teacher, but you are. Yeah. And you see, this, see I always like I've, I've loads of friends that are teachers and I have relatives that are teachers. Mm. And I always feel that from everything I hear, the HR practices in schools oh. are an absolute mess because like like uh, teaching a class for 20 years does not suddenly equip you to dealing with the HR no for you know 30 teachers no. like it, ju- it just doesn't so I always feel that so, principles are very but you know what's really interesting weak about on this, this stuff. clearly you know they'd be very strong on bullying in schools when it comes to kids yeah but we know who this girl is, this yeah. woman is. We know this woman. We've all worked with someone like this. Yeah, we have. Who are hating on you because you're doing what she wants. And do you know what the sad reality is? Yeah. The sad reality with these people are if they affect you, like if they get in. Yeah, it's really hard. They they kind of always win. Yeah, they do. Because even, even, when, they, even when they don't technically win or you, you, know, you, you have a complaint that's upheld against them or something like that, they still, still there. have taken your time for and your energy and your energy for however long it takes, and and then also there's all of that stuff afterwards where you feel, you know, it's all it's it's like a piece of your history. With and that you carry company. it, yeah, no, yeah, but you carry it everywhere you go because they have they hurt you, and that's why they I would say you. it's like a scar. It is. It's an emotional scar. It yeah. is a scar, and and the difficulty. So that's all very difficult. So. I'd Get say out. this choice. You don't need this. No, I really don't. don't think you need this choice. I would say what to do is try and see do. If you can find a, see if you can find a different job. But now, to be fair, she's got this obviously because it needs, makes sense for where she is. And let's be honest here, right? You know, people need to work and they need to be doing their thing, right? That's, you know. Yeah. So, and why should she be the one to leave? Yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying and I think it's sensible. So, if it's a viable option for you, you know, and it would work okay for you to be moving, absolutely wholeheartedly agree. Do not accept it. 
But if you're stuck with the situation, because we don't all have, the, you know, we're not all self-employed like we are. And we and we make a lot of decisions based on whether we like something or we don't. You don't always, <laughs> yeah, you don't <laughs> always get to get that, make that decision. You know, we all know, work yeah. with agents yeah. as well. Right. But you don't always, you're not always free to make that decision. Not to mention, it's a lot of energy to find a new job and she's literally just had a baby. She's already dealing yeah. with the trauma of leaving her baby. But the other, the other side of it is that because but, she's done it, it should give her confidence she could do it again. Yes, without a doubt. But the other thing is, even if it doesn't happen immediately, you're planning your escape so she can't hurt you. Yes. Plan for next year. If you can't do it now, if you don't have the energy for it now, just act as if so then, she's not my forever life. So move on. It's amazing. You take power away from them really fast. Maybe what you should do is she should... You should also leave your cards on the table. Yeah, I would be very direct. I would, I would meet her beforehand, or no, I would, or like, I, I, I think go to your principal. Yeah, and just go from. I've only been in the school for four months. From what I've seen, she she's runs a, right around the place. She's a hot mess. She makes everybody's lives difficult, and she's coming into my class. And I would like, I would like a Support. steer yeah. on how best to manage this. And they have to give it to you. Yeah. In this day and age, they have to be supportive of you as a worker. And if she has given you any jip, yeah. Document it. Yeah. And absolutely hit her hard with it. But I, I seriously, the least, I mean, I appreciate that it's very hard not to rise to things. Yeah. And actually, when you're in a class, you want somebody working with you, not against you. Completely. You know what I mean? Especially in front of kids as well. Kids that are supposed <clears throat> to respect you. Is she the only SNA in your class, I wonder? Yeah, she doesn't say. Yeah. I see. mean, what way does that work? Do they, well, it depends. More it than depends. If, if you have an, uh, sometimes you have a classroom assistant, so they do the whole class. But if this is someone assigned, is obviously assigned, I think it says. It's a special needs it's assistant. It's a special needs assistant. The, so she's assigned to a specific case. To a okay, so it'd be a specific child. So maybe, the, maybe I wonder then is <clears throat> there might be another classroom assistant the in child. So is the child coming into her class? So is the special needs assistant comes with the child? Without the they're probably assigned the hours. Yeah, so it's oh, probably okay. she's probably working directly with that. But the reality is they're coming to manage the behavior of one person in that class. They should not affect the rest of the class. Yeah, you know, and certainly <laughs> and not you. It's definitely a case of. <laughs> Start as you mean to go on with her, like put your stake oh, in the ground early. And also what I wouldn't do is I wouldn't even attempt to strike up any sort of casual no. friendship no. or, you know, any no. sort of relationship. But I would just be really clear about what your expectations are from her. And be polite, but absolutely not and warm. And also let her know when And she, not warm. Not warm. <laughs> yeah. So you can not be polite and professional and go and deal with her as if she's another child in the class. So if she's misbehaving, you document it. You speak to her about it afterwards. Don't embarrass yeah, her in don't front of it. Go. Don't forget this is your class. And it's a very hard situation as well because mm. you know the way sometimes if you're just not, you know there's days you go into work and you're like, you haven't done, you know, you're not yeah. as prepared as you want yeah. to be. You're not as, you know, they're just like. They're, they're, and you know someone like that's going to pounce on yeah, it's yeah. the, your It's your average Tuesday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You just, you know, it's a bit like, oh, I haven't done, you know, yeah. just wing this or I'll, you know, and the last thing you need is to have to deal with somebody that's going to pull it up on all of this stuff. Yeah. It's very difficult. But but, uh, but I I would definitely be planning my escape if you don't think you're going to get the support you want. Go to your principal about this. Be very direct. If it's bothering you now, go to your principal. Yeah. Have a cup of coffee and trash it out and then you have to let it go for the summer. Yeah, oh, let it go. Because Enjoy your summer. the end of your maternity leave, you're, enjoy you're, your summer. Deal with the job in front of you which is basically learning how to get used to being away from your baby. Because that's yeah. really hard. I know. I know it is very hard, but actually you'll be delighted. And what you want the alternative to be joyful while you do it. Yeah. And what to do is the what? first day of September, say you're a little bit fragile because you're away from your baby for the first time. And the first, the first utterance 
of descent from that special needs assistant, you take a hammer out of your handbag and you leave it on the desk. Just go, any more questions? Anything else you want to talk about? Because I'm deranged today. I'm absolutely deranged and I really don't know what I'm going to do. Is this where I do my usual disclaimer? Don't do what Grod says. <laughs> All I'm saying is... No, I know. Exactly right. We, strike first. Instill so, fear. First day. You, you day need to, one. You need to book a road in for the first day. I mean, I would. that's the sort of see, that's the sort of situation I would love. You know, like one of those like hidden camera shows yes. where you're in a situation like that and then you've got like a microphone and they've got an earpiece. Mm. That's what I'd love. Take the fire extinguisher, Joyce. <laughs> Swing the fire extinguisher. We have another problem. We have another problem, Neve. I'm going to um, read this one. You read this one. This is from Michael. This is actually very sweet. It is very sweet. Uh, it's a lovely opening. And Michael, we're going to fix this. OMG, I'm loving this podcast. And I want to say Neve Kavanagh, Queen of Ireland, being an absolute ice queen delivering the Irish votes was incredible. I can't say it the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of U's in it. <laughs> um, the absolute shade. We were absolutely here for it. I was very polite to Sonia, I felt. was that You were very polite, yeah, but the shade was evident. Yeah, very evident. I, You know, it's it's what it's all about, isn't it? Um, so, obviously, love, 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 love your podcast. I really enjoy listening to other people's problems and didn't think I would be writing with my own problem, but here goes. I have been single for quite some time. Actually, single since before the pandemic. You're not unique there, I feel. Last year, I had a couple of dalliances. He wrote a few people and he didn't know their names. I'm that's, loving Michael. That's, that's what that translates. I'm as. loving Michael. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> uh, but nothing worth pursuing. In January, I started using the dating apps and I really am putting the work in, but nothing. They take up a lot of my spare time, but I feel if you're not in, you can't win. But I'm not meeting anyone from them. I don't know why, but I'm really reluctant to go on first dates. I feel like the apps are taking up all of my time, but I've never dated less. I've felt unhappy about my body image for quite some time, but I haven't taken steps to change anything yet. Uh, Grode knows about shredding, so he's going to do a shredding course. Yeah, yeah. Um, Going very well. I need to, I know I need to. The positive side is that I have made lots of friends on the dating apps and I chat to them regularly. I'm 32 and I'm surprised that I'm feeling so down on myself. I definitely would like to get my mojo back. Looking forward to some words of wisdom. Michael. Michael, Michael, Michael. I did have a look at Michael. Michael, you look fantastic. Okay. He does look great. So like. Yeah, but you could be, you could be like the most beautiful person on the planet. And still But if you're not feeling it, you know, you you, you have to be able to see it. And you know, how many people though are body confident and you think, well, what do they look confident about? But they're right to be. You know, the thing yeah, is, yeah. you know, you you have to learn to, that's a, a learn to love yourself thing, isn't it? But, you know, it's it's quite difficult. There's always bits we don't like. It's about the, it's, isn't yeah, it? it's about your mental approach to these things. It is. My mental approach is that I'm on a shred, but I'm also not on a shred. No, you're not. I'm just mentally on a shred. You're mentally. You're saying, I'm dealing with this, which gives you energy. Yeah. And whatever. But actually, you're not doing anything. When all of the evidence is completely to the contrary. <laughs> But it but it does make me feel good because I feel I'm putting the work in, but I'm also having that brownie. Yeah, and you really did because I watched you. But um, Nave, actually, do you know what? Before we go on any further on this, I I actually feel very let down by the fact that you refused a brownie this morning. I did. Well, I I just felt I wasn't supported. I'm sorry. Next time I'll actually bring. I'll, I'll bake ne- some brownies. Are you break? Oh, I am. Neve makes a great brownie. Well, at some point, we should have some sort of a competition where we send one of, like, a Neve Cavan a brownie out because, like, the combination of chocolate to moistness. It's is, pretty. It's spectacular. But anyway, on to Michael. <laughs> on to, I'm sure this isn't helping. Michael, Michael, this won't help Michael. <laughs> Michael's now looking for the perfect brownie. 
my my take on this is I think you're enjoying your life on the the apps and I'll tell you yes. why you're you're filling your time there because you can chat away with people but there's no commitment involved I don't think you want a commitment I don't think you want to even go out and date I think you're quite happy where you are you, you've got used to being on your own it's not necessarily long term for you you're only 32 for God's sake go out and enjoy your time we we all are et up by our phones I don't think any of us are more than three centimetres away from our phone at any given moment and how many hours are lost to the Insta reels or to the, yeah. you know, and, and so you get kind of get sucked into that a little bit. And so, you know, you go onto the app and I don't know how it works, but, you know, because I mean, I've been with my husband for 25 years and there was no dating apps when I was starting. Yeah, but now in the paper. Yeah, it was like, you know, I had to find him on Eurovision the side of the winner. road. <laughs> <laughs> Eurovision winner seeks man who can play guitar. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you don't have a guitar, you're no use to me. But actually, to be fair, you know, what happens is you're kind of meeting new people. So you get that new hit and that getting yeah. to know you, you know, that whole yeah, yeah, yeah. thing that goes on, you know, and, and that's very exciting. And you get to be whoever you want to be for that short period of time. And that's what you're experiencing. You're not actually, you're enjoying that little hit. Yeah. And so that means that you don't actually have to make an effort to get dressed even. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we all understand that, right? But Absolutely. I'm going to get a little, you know, a little tough mother love here and say to Michael, if you really want to meet someone or more importantly, you know, that's that's one issue. But actually, I don't think that's what you're asking us. What you want is permission to love yourself. Do you like that? Do you like that? Oh, that's nice, Nave. No, and the truth is, that's what you need to do now. You need to think about, you have to get up every morning and say at least two things that you love about yourself and then have a wish. Two stars and a wish, as they used to say in the primary school. <laughs> two stars and a wish. So you do two things that are lovely about you and, you and then said- one thing you'd like to improve. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> something completely different there. Where were you going on that? Well, when you said, you said, say two things you love about yourself and then have a, and I, <laughs> I don't want to say wank, not wish. That's like, that's an incredible start well, to the morning. Well, you could also do that. You could also do that. That would show love. Self-love. <laughs> you would feel good. So, but what I'm saying is, I think the biggest problem we have singularly now, among Every single person on the planet is we start from a negative place. We start with a thing we don't like about ourselves or we start with a yes. thing that we don't like about our lives. We start, but there's lots of great things that are happening. And I think that's, you know, one that, thing at a time. That's your journey for self-love. But I think the, you, you've kind of got mixed up here, right? Because dating apps are for dating. And Michael, yeah. you're treating them like they're social media. Yeah, yeah. Which they're not. They're, they're not like social rooms. media is kind of a cultural thing. Yeah. Date naps are a tool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm not wrong. Am I wrong? No, no, Marissa, you're right. You're right. You're Marissa right. Marissa nodded. Marissa nodded. Marissa's approval. It's all I need. Okay. It's yeah. everything I need in the world. Yeah, you're right. Date naps no, are a tool. No, but they are a tool. Like, the, the you're, you're treating them like they're WhatsApp. These people are not your friends. No, they're, they're there to they try and meet people. potential partners or boyfriends or dating partners. They're not... If, if they're friends... They're friends, but take them take them into another area of your life. What you're really loving is the fact that you're meeting these new people all the time. You're not committing to first dates. So what's happening is you don't have to realize you can be anything you like in those meeting yeah. moments. You're, you're putting out your, your like your photographs that, that are the best yeah, angles. Yeah, but it's quite addictive that, you know, you, you yeah, create this whole persona and you get this lovely hit from it, but there's no actual physical commitment there. And there's also no long-term commitment. What he needs to do is you need to start going out yeah, you on do. dates with the people that you're chatting to. If you're chatting to somebody on so on on a on date, a date nap, nap, you should be making an effort. It's like, are are you going to move this onto a date? If you are, then do that. 
Yeah. If not, stop talking to them. Yeah, because they they need to move on to because they yeah it it because you're you're wasting each other's time and I'm not saying that you can't be friends with them yeah but don't be logging into Hinge and then going oh here's you know whoever this person that at some point we've decided we're never going to date but we're going to be friends what, like don't talk to those people you you you're that, there to meet people to see if there's a romantic yeah if, if you're going to go forward and have a romantic connection yeah and the thing about it is right first dates a first date is something that you can really plan for. Like, like with a first date, you can plan the things you want to say. You can plan. Yeah. You can plan absolutely everything. It can be a completely, from your part, you can choreograph that as much as you need to. To for feel For your own confidence. Yeah. Getting out there is difficult. You know, it is difficult. Jesus, if something happened to Paul tomorrow, I don't know what the hell I'd do. I, I think I'd just live in my own. I know own. exactly I'd, what I'd get I'd a do. cat probably. Would. I'd be back out there. <laughs> oh, you'd be back out. Be ba- <laughs> I, I would be back out there. I wouldn't have to go back out. I'd just have a whole community looking after me. <laughs> there wouldn't be a lot of sex in it for me but it'd be, be amazing I'd be well looked after I could, I could just move she'd from, have a lot of male attention but I'd have a lot of male attention but it wouldn't be the right kind not but, the right kind but what I'm saying is you know the point is I know it's difficult and it is difficult it is difficult but I think because you're looking for reasons why this is not happening I think you're just enjoying the hit from the, the chats maybe come off the apps for a while and go out and meet people yeah, because well, I think you've probably got out of the habit of that. I think that there there are people that you are chatting to now that are taking up your time, so you need to go ask them on dates. If the dates aren't happening, stop talking to them. Yeah. So I, I made a list of like what you should do for <gasps> first dates, right? Okay, I did, come on. I did, I did, I did a bit of work. Plan the stories you want to tell. Pre-write your acceptance or rejection texts. So have them written. So if it goes well or it doesn't go well. Just have the just so that you kind of go. You finish the date. The next day, you're like, I'm not into this anymore. Just your pre-prepared rejection test text. Send that to them. Wow. Well, because I mean, what? Like, don't. No, I don't, think it's yet. Yeah. You know, okay. Plan an out. Oh because yeah. Because if you like them, you don't want to ride them on the first day. Because no, you know, it's bad etiquette. It's bad. It's bad. It's trampy. Uh, <laughs> or if you don't like them again, you you have your out. You you need to have someone and get out of jail card. You yeah, exactly. And as I said, body image, I've done a deep dive. Yeah, I'm sure you look fabulous, You look Monica. great. The thing is, you're not seeing what you, what other people are seeing. Exactly. It's all in your head. So what you need to do is, you need to just plan, like, because the thing about it is, as soon as you go on a first date, yeah. it's easy to go on a second date or another first date. Yeah. I, you know, you just need to jump off that cliff. Just stop, stop this now. <laughs> not, not a cliff, but you know. See, this is why we're not professionals. <laughs> <laughs> just don't, don't stop hesitating. Like a proper therapist, I know. would never say. I think it's, I, I think Michael it's viable what I cliff. said there. You know, I think you need to. No, stop. You, you're, you are right. It's kind of like that thing of look, man, no hands. Yeah, it is a little bit, and then it's not easy, you know. But the thing is, you've got to be thinking about beyond what you're doing. You're just doing it for the hit. Now it's great, but actually, it's n- there's no future in it for you. <laughs> no, there isn't. I feel like you're just, very bleak. Today. I know I'm not being bleak. I'm just being honest. You're just chatting to people. If you want Neve, to chat to people, Neve's it's social media. Neve took her painkiller before did. we did the recording. It's starting did. to wear off now. So she's like, just throw yourself off a cliff. I didn't say to throw <laughs> off a cliff. There's nothing to be gained from this, Michael. <laughs> no, there's nothing to be gained from just chatting to people online. You know, there's a lot of that goes on. So if that's what you want to do, you find the right place to do it. Don't do it on a date nap because that, yeah. because other people are genuinely looking. 
yeah. to meet and, people. And you're wasting and it's not your own fair. time. And you're wasting your own time and what lovely energy and, and you're cheating them out of how fabulous you could be with them. Exactly, Michael. And we want to hear, we want to hear the dating stories. Oh, we do. Because we, we're both off the market. Yeah, I know. Like, we just love to hear about the excitement. Live vicariously through our listeners. I am so out of, every time I come in, I say to Marissa, you're young and fabulous. Well, you know, why have you not got a great story to tell me about your life? <laughs> <laughs> Marissa's been to HR three times about bullying. <laughs> but we're in a process. We're yeah. in a process. I, um, I've only had two warning letters. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it's, you know, it's, you, Michael, you need to get out and enjoy a physical date. And it might be terrible, but it also might be amazing. Exactly. So go for it. <laughs> uh, Neve, it's been fantastic to talk to you. Oh, thanks. As darling. always. Thanks. As always. Um, Agonymouth at gmail.com if you would like to get in touch. Uh, if you are enjoying the show, yeah. uh, for the love of God, sign up to Headstuff for Plus. For God's sake. <laughs> We're getting raps on Knuckles. I, I think know. I think that's why Marissa's in. She's I like know. a little rat in the camp now. I know. So she's just feeding everything back. Like, what? what's going on? What have I been talking about? I know, Grode needs... Gro- I mean, is the show professional? Grode needs help. So, we, yeah, we, we would love if you would support us. And also, do you know what? how else you could support us? If you are enjoying the show, tell somebody who might not otherwise hear about us. Yes. Because that always helps too. Give us a little review. On yes, review stars. us where you li- listen to us. Rate, yeah. review. Um, and we'll chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. 